0: of paper out of stock there's friendly faces around the block break loose from the chains that are causing you pain call michael and
1: stanley jim dwight creek call andy and kelly for your business paper needs dunder mifflin the people
2: persons paper people since paper people time out, time out, out. Alright, this is our, uh, wait, how do we usually start?
0: Hey everybody! <laughs>
2: <laughs> How's it going? This is the fifth episode of Out of Paper, and I'm Dan And I'm Rob How you doing tonight, man?
0: I'm good, been busy at work, but, uh, finished a really big project, so
2: Did you do more installations all day today?
0: Um... No, I finished mine up uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. But there were people still working on it today. We were working on, for those of you who know BlackRock, the coffee chain, changing out all their graphics. So yeah, got that finished and I feel good about it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very cool. How you been? I've been good. Just, uh,
2: yeah, working on stuff today as well for the most part. Uh, Figuring out our logo for... Oh, yeah this podcast
0: logo design
2: yeah making some headway might have to switch out the software i'm using because it seems to be crashing a lot Inkscape, yeah Mm. but besides that seems to be good maybe it's me doing something wrong but uh half the time it works so i don't know but yeah doing good besides that so um yeah it looks like uh it's not much office news as of now um i just saw that apparently Jenna Fisher was a guest on Busy Tonight, uh, Busy Phillips' show on E, and I guess they did like an unboxing special to uh, parallel those YouTube videos that kids
0: are into. Lots of unboxing videos on YouTube.
2: That's what I hear. I've never actually
0: seen one besides this clip from this show. I've I've watched a couple just for things that I've ordered, Is just it? just because I'm you know I order it and then I wait and i'm excited about what i just bought so then i go to youtube to look at reviews and then inevitably i'll come across an unboxing video does it do anything for you i mean sometimes there was one time where i assumed something was coming with a specific cable but it was not so then i had to order okay an additional cable to go with it and they ended up arriving at the same time so well that's good yeah they have their benefits i mean some of these, I, th- I feel like the f- the whole phenomenon behind it is a little weird. That like,
2: yeah, that's more what I was asking. Like, did you get any enjoyment out of it? Like, you got no. utility out of it. That's good, right?
0: Some people take it to another level and try to make it entertaining. Yeah, I mean, how entertaining can I don't you know? You make opening up a box. Yeah. Well, I'd be pretty entertained if I opened up a box and Steve Carell popped out. Yeah,
2: and that is what <laughs> happened to Jenna Fisher. Uh, she got a few gifts, I guess it was her birthday, mm-hmm. and um, I think the first thing she got was, I don't remember exactly, I want to say it was like a container of uh, some kind of maybe like peanut butter pretzel or like cinnamon peanut butter snack, something like that, that was a gift from Aaron. that
0: I guess uh, she and, uh, what's the actress's name, Ellie Kemper? Ellie Kemper. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you were talking about Aaron from The Office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Ellie Kemper. I guess it was some snack that they enjoyed. There was some kind of inside joke. She seemed to like it. Um, They also opened up a gift from Ed Helms, which was a banjo. Of course. And uh, yeah, they made a joke about that. Like, oh, happy birthday. Here's this thing that I enjoy (laughs) that I do. Here's my hobby. Um, They opened up one from Angela, um, which was a shirt with a loaf of bread printed on it that apparently also was an inside, inside joke. joke. Apparently, they're yeah. both, they're all close friends in real life. I don't know about Jenna and Bissy Phillips, but uh, they're each friends with Angela. Yeah. And then the last one was a box containing Steve Carell, who popped out and they gave each other a hug and spoke for a few moments. And Although an emotional reunion. Yes. She called him Michael. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: that would have been weird. <laughs> he slapped the chair and said, Pam, Pam. Yeah,
2: and then he sneezed in her tea. <laughs> Told her it was just allergies. <laughs> and then he was gone as mysteriously as he, he arrived, arrived. There yeah. he went. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all the news that I saw. Nothing too exciting. Uh, do you see anything? or No. No? <laughs> Slow know, news
0: week. The show's been off the air for how many years now? When did it end? 2014? I don't know. I feel like we should know. Yeah. Probably 2014 or 2013. Yeah. Nine seasons. Yeah, let's say 2014. So, yeah, it's kind of amazing that we still get office-related news today. Yeah. Well, it was a big phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. The, the I love
2: Lucy of our time. Yeah. Almost like Almost Seinfeld levels of fame.
0: Maybe yeah. not quite. But close. It's. I would say fame-wise, maybe they're about the same. But I would say Seinfeld broke more ground.
2: Yeah, I could see that. I feel like The Office wouldn't exist if not for right. Seinfeld Yeah, to an extent. Agreed. And uh, I also feel like maybe regarding The Office's popularity, I'm willing to bet a lot of people younger than us would be more familiar with The Office and maybe have never seen
0: Seinfeld or just know it. That's as very that, like, true. weird show that people used to be into about New York. I wonder if it's hard for people of younger generations than you and I to watch shows in the uh, one-to-one ratio, of the box, they're yeah. so used to widescreen. I could see that. Yeah. Although, regarding Seinfeld,
2: they have those HD remasters on Hulu. Oh, uh, that's true. So maybe that makes it more accessible. Could be
0: certainly changes the vibe a lot yeah i find i mean i i even find it jarring when i go back and watch old episodes of curb oh yeah that are in the what what's the what's the i think it's four by three yeah but there's another like name for that ratio specifically i can't remember
2: it was just standard def
0: yeah it's standard def but yeah never mind it's not coming to me (laughs) Let me look it up real quick Okay, I'm satisfied. Yeah, yeah, no, that's either. cool. Take your time.
2: Just be sitting here holding this show together. <laughs> my Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Vamp for me, Dan. Vamp for me.
2: I got nothing. I'm reaching deep down. I got nothing. Well, while Rob's looking up that, um, bringing up Seinfeld brought me to another point. Uh, anybody who is listening to this show might recognize that our format is somewhat similar to another podcast that kind of inspired this one. Um, and that would be Signcast And I just wanted to give a shout out to Matt and Vinny, and a thanks for making your awesome podcast. And anybody who's listening to this that enjoys Seinfeld and, uh, hasn't checked that out should absolutely do it because those guys are awesome and they put together a hell of a show. So thanks again, you guys. What you got over there, Rob, you got anything? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Yeah. There is no answer. Yeah, I'm over it. All right, he's over it. So, I don't even know what that was about anymore. But do you want to move on to talking about? It was the 4 by 3 ratio,
0: but yeah. All right. Yeah, let's move on to the episode.
2: All right, so this week we are discussing Basketball, the fifth episode of the first season of The Office. It was written and directed by Greg Daniels, and it first aired April nineteenth, two 2005, and was viewed by 5 million people. Right before 420. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, wow, 5 million people. That's a lot for the first season, I feel like. Is it? I don't, I don't know, know what normal viewership numbers are. It seems like it to me. We can look that up, too.
2: <laughs> Cut this part. Can't get any more comedy after two uh, look-up sessions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... Wow, this is sad. The Big Bang Theory will finish for the years 2017 through 2018 uh, as the country's most-watched series with an average of 18.6 million viewers. Yeah, that sounds about right.
2: I mean, that is one of the most popular shows. I know neither of us are into it, but, you
0: know, it's there. I tried. Yeah? Well, I really used it after a breakup as just a way to turn my brain off. So I don't know if that maybe skewed my... Mm. my uh perception yeah but at the same time i've seen some other chuck lore shows and I, I i just don't i just don't vibe with his style of comedy
2: yeah he's definitely got a specific style he's going for and
0: yeah
2: it definitely works for some people but yeah i'd never i think i've seen maybe one episode or half an episode and just couldn't get into it it's a little too low brow for me <laughs> As we go back to, you know, the high arts with The Office.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, this show gets, uh, gets pretty deep at points. It's, there's some heady episodes. There are some heady episodes. There's some good insights. And, uh, yeah, it's the most brilliant show that's ever been made. Ever
0: been written <laughs> in the history of the sitcom. <laughs> All right,
2: so let's talk about this episode. Uh, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. The episode starts with Michael coming in. Uh, He has a duffel bag and a big smile on his face. He (laughs) looks at Jim and asks him if he's ready. And uh, Jim holds up his duffel bag, his own duffel bag. And Michael gives him a big smile. He shouts out to Ryan in the corner and asks him if he's ready. And Ryan holds up his duffel bag. He turns and gives the
0: camera a big smile. (laughs) <laughs> also says under his breath, I think after Jim holds up his bag, was like, says something like, Yeah, secret sign. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't holding catch up the that. bag is like, Yeah, you're in the club. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: did not catch that. Yeah. And uh, then as Michael turns to go into his office, Dwight calls out his name and holds up his own duffel bag <laughs> yeah. with a giant, desperate smile on his face. <laughs> Michael just. I don't even know if he looks at him. He doesn't even make eye contact. He just looks at the camera with a disgusted look. Yeah. Just exasperated. <laughs> just turns and goes into his office. <laughs> and we cut back to Dwight, who uh, is still holding his bag up in the air with one arm and just looks really... Very let down. Yeah. yeah. Really bummed out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> I, I feel like Rain Wilson, in this whole series, he's got this amazing ability to just... Like, I don't know how he can get as enthusiastic as he gets. Like, Steve Carell definitely also Mm -hmm. displays a ridiculous amount of enthusiasm. But, like, Rain's enthusiasm, it's like this simpering, pathetic, desperate. But it's only with
0: Michael. Because with with everybody else, he has this air of, like, confidence and condescension. That's true. So he does a good job going back and forth between being the downtrodden, like, assistant to the regional manager <laughs> and like the i don't know triumphant smarter than everybody else kind of he's not pompous but oh, he's, he is, pompous. he's condescending yeah i mean i guess pompous would work but you know it's
2: he says he considers all of his coworkers idiots and expendable many many times <laughs> yeah but yeah he uh it's definitely michael specific right maybe a little bit with charles later in the Mm -hmm. series but yeah i don't know i just don't know how he does that though he just has this like it's like this like breathing that he does just this excited just like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) i just it's just amazing he's a great physical actor yes um so yeah and i also wanted to point out it looks like uh you yeah, know, two of the scenes in the show's officing sequence are from this episode. One of them is Ryan holding up his duffel bag, and another one is Dwight flipping his tie over his shoulder
0: that happens later. Yeah, when he's working on the calendar.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. All right, so we move on from here. Uh, Michael discusses in a talking head that he plans to play the warehouse staff and basketball at lunch. He says that when he was down there last time, he noticed they put up some hoops, And he thought, you know, I play basketball every weekend, so this could be a lot of fun. He said he showed them his skills down there, and they were all impressed. Their mouths dropped open. Their minds were blown. African-Americans. Actual (laughs) (laughs) African-Americans. From here, (laughs) we cut to Michael leaving his office, uh, going up to Pam. Gives her a little, Pam, Pam, thank you, man. Asks her for any messages. I've noticed uh I don't know if this ever happens after season one, does it? I could be wrong, but I feel like every The Pam Pam? No, not the Pam Pam. The Michael going up to Pam's desk and asking Uh, her for for messages. I feel like every episode in season one, yeah, all their interactions start this way, and I feel like they never he never wants, needs, or looks for messages later in the series. Yeah,
0: I feel like most of the other times uh it's usually when Michael's getting into work and Pam's already there and he'll, like, stop at her desk on his way to his office. Yeah. But you're right. I, I, yeah, it is it is kind of a season one specific thing. I
2: feel like it could also be, like, you know, Pam definitely starts cutting Michael some slack over the course of the series and they get, like, a little yeah they, closer. Yeah. It takes him a while to actually become friends, but mm-hmm. even before that, I feel like, you know, he just kind of... Initiates conversation with her just based on other things that aren't necessarily work-related. It's true. Maybe they just thought it would be awkward to start off with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the writer's room was probably a little, I don't know. There wasn't as many people writing. Maybe they were just like looking for a mechanism to get Michael and Pam talking. Yeah. And didn't really, you know. Characters weren't super developed yet, so... Yeah, and that's... Not you know, as many convenient. reasons for them to talk thus far. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a theory. No, I mean, it makes sense. I yeah. mean,
2: it's, you know, as good as any theory that I haven't come up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I probably won't now, because I'll just use yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, from here, uh, Michael gets interrupted by Dwight before he can get any messages, who asks to speak to him privately.
3: Pam, Pam, thank you, ma'am. Messages, please. I go. Michael, could I talk to you for a second, please, privately, uh, in your office? I think I should be on the team. No. <clears throat> and that's not me being mean, Dwight. That is based on your past behavior. Oh, please. When I let him uh, come to my pickup, I apologize game, for that. I vouch for you, Michael. I vouch I, for you in front of Todd there- Packer, Dwight. hand strikes and gives a flower you are not going to play basketball but I need somebody to come in and take over the holiday and weekend work calendar I can handle that good excellent it'll be fun because corporate uh, wants somebody to be here on Saturday and so we're going to have to have a couple people come in on the weekends. And I know nobody's going to want to do it. And everybody's going to complain and bitch. And I don't want to have to deal with it. And that's why you have an assistant regional manager. Yes, it is. Hmm. Assistant to the regional manager. Same thing. No, it's not. It's lower. So. it's close.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how vehemently... He refuses Dwight when he asks to be on the team.
2: Yeah, that no is hilarious. hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not because I'm being mean. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And uh, yeah, so they had the deleted scene from that
0: scene what
2: was was there really much of a difference i feel like the only i think
0: it was just the end where like dwight like makes a serious effort to get the camera's attention and then like shakes his head and like kind of yeah. sloughs off what michael just said he and makes this, that sigh yeah and then michael <laughs> catches him doing it what was that look <laughs> get out we're done we're done here
2: i think it also it didn't have uh, him saying that it's lower the position in the deleted scene yeah Yeah, i feel like that one line wasn't there yeah i'm glad they went with this one because that's
0: hilarious you know what's kind of crazy is that uh that means that they did that in two takes but largely those initial lines were seemingly delivered almost exactly yeah you know between two different takes i don't know that's just crazy to me usually like you can tell Yeah, I wonder if the lower line was
2: either improvised or forgotten in the other take. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah. But yeah, they were very close. They were. I mean, they're both professionals.
0: (laughs) They know what they're doing. (laughs) Right. But yeah, fun clip. Uh, I also love that Michael can pacify Dwight by giving him this really, like, any other person who would be given this work would just be like, you know, they wouldn't, accept that as a an alternative yeah but dwight accepts like a new work assignment is like okay i'll do this for you instead of playing basketball i think that's michael's go-to
2: like tactic to just like if dwight complains about something like assign him to do something that michael didn't want to do anyway just dole out a little a small amount of power to dwight to satiate him yeah yeah And I feel like we see that with other employees that he doesn't have respect for. Like, you know, he tries it, I feel like, with Jim a couple times, and it just never works out. Yeah, no, because Jim can see through it. Yeah, Jim is too smart for that. But I feel like there's another episode, I think it's where uh, the construction company in the building takes all of their parking spots. And uh, who was it? It was Kevin, Andy, and uh, who else? Was it just them that were complaining about it?
0: um kevin andy i want to say creed okay i can see that maybe Maybe stanley stanley Stanley, i think
2: yeah but yeah i remember they went to michael asking uh to help you know get wb jones stop taking their spots and michael in addition to just blowing them off and saying that he's not going to do it (laughs) should but i short (laughs) (laughs) what part of short do you not understand (laughs) Uh, he frames it in a way that it, he assigns it to them like it's a task they have to get done. Mm. And Ed Helms just flies right into it. Right. Know? We'll let you down, boss. He says, well, you can't because I don't really care.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I guess he still does it even when he's not, you know, seeking to appease. Right. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, gives Dwight the assignment that, of course, Dwight takes eagerly, as with all things. hmm So yeah, we cut to Dwight sitting at his desk with a gigantic dry erase board that he's drawn an extremely elaborate complicated calendar. (laughs) Yeah, for like a month's schedule. Looks like each day is broken up into like four blocks, maybe (laughs) sub-blocks. They're all labeled. Right. And uh, he's taunting Jim while he marks the calendar saying oh yeah, I wonder who's going to have to work this weekend. And staring at Jim Jim comments that It's pathetic. Uh, It's the least, the lowest amount of power he's ever seen go (laughs) to someone's head. And then he asks Phyllis if she agrees. And she says, you know, don't drag me into this. Uh, I don't want to work this weekend. And what's funny is Jim gives a look to the camera like he, like to imply that he wasn't trying to get Phyllis like, you know, roped into this mess. You know, he was just trying to make conversation. But I feel like knowing Jim as we get to know him, I feel like he definitely was trying to Pass the buck on to Phyllis. Oh yeah. And she's too smart for that. hmm But uh yeah, so that doesn't work out for Jim. And then we get a talking head with Pam where she talks about oh she really doesn't want to work this weekend because Roy wanted to take her out and do something. And uh she jokes about maybe she should sleep with Dwight to make sure that she doesn't have to work. And uh she immediately, you know, <laughs> is like, no, I'm kidding. I'm backs kidding. it up. Kidding. Yeah. Totally kidding. <laughs> And uh, from there, we cut to Michael going downstairs to the
3: warehouse with Ryan. All right. Managing by walking around. This is our warehouse, or as I like to call it, the House. But don't you call it that. I've earned the right. Fine. Don't worry about that. And here we have Mita Raja's neighborhood. Come on over here. Hey, this is Ryan, he's temping upstairs. What's up? And it's the foreman, Mitha Rajas. It's not my real name. No, it's Daryl. Daryl is Mitha Rajas. Daryl Rogers. Daryl Philbin, then Regis, then Reg, then Roger, yeah. then Mitha, Mitha. Rogers. <laughs> and that is Lonnie, and this is Roy. Roy dates Pam. You know, the, uh, the best looking one upstairs? yeah. yeah. You still getting it, regular man? Huh? I mean, I can tell her it's part of the job.
1: Rapport. (laughs) Rapport.
2: So, uh, yeah, a lot to unpack there. Myth to Rogers. (laughs) Daryl
1: Rogers?
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's... uh, I love Ryan's... uh, just complete non reaction to the whorehouse but you can't call it that i've earned the right <laughs> yeah you don't have to worry about that <laughs> and uh yeah the warehouse is just you know it's the warehouse i think the only time we've seen it before this is Dwight hiding in a box
0: yeah that's the only that's and that's when we we met Daryl the first time but he didn't have any speaking lines he, we just saw him watch dwight crawl out of a box yeah <laughs> so
2: i guess this is the first time we actually meet meet him and uh Mitha rajas <laughs> is played by craig robinson uh craig robinson was born in chicago his mom's a music teacher his father's an attorney he went to illinois state university graduated in 1994 got a master's from saint xavier in education And he was a music teacher at Horace Mann Elementary School in Chicago. Hmm. And I don't know if you ever saw this. I saw this uh, a while ago on Reddit. Somebody posted that they were looking at their mom's old yearbook. Or maybe it was their own old yearbook. (coughs) Either way. Mm -hmm. And they found uh, this picture, and it was of their whole class. I guess 1994 probably was them, not their mom. It's their, like, one. Their mom had them very young. Um, But, yeah, anyway... uh, yeah, him standing there with his elementary school class and Craig Robinson off to the side as their music teacher. Crazy. Yeah. And they said he was a good teacher. Huh.
0: Yeah. I mean, I believe that.
2: And it seems like if he got his master's in education, that's what he you know wanted to do. But nevertheless, he uh, moved into stand-up. He started taking classes in improv and the acting at Second City while he was still in college. And... Uh, Yeah, after doing open mic sessions in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and elsewhere, he won regional comedy competitions. He started to get spots on late night shows. Hmm. And yeah, he's had some bit parts in episodes of Friends, The Bernie Mac Show, LAX, Arrested Development. He was in Knocked Up. Uh, He was one of the main characters in Pineapple Express and
0: Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. I guess I didn't realize when I saw those movies that that was really just like the beginning of his career.
2: Yeah, because he's a little, you know, older than you would expect to see someone for the first time. Yeah. But regardless of that, Craig Robinson's awesome. And yeah, he's probably best known for Daryl in the Office. He was in Hot Dub Time Machine. He's a recurring character in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was in Halfway Home with Oscar. Uh he was in Reno nine one one. Oh he was apparently in the music video, uh Humped Bump for the Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and right, I also forgot he played Reg Mackworthy in Eastbound and Down, which was an amazing role. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great antagonist mm. to Ricky Bobby. Or not Ricky Wait. Bobby. Uh what's his name? Uh Kenny Powers. Right. Great comedic foil to Kenny Powers. Yeah, he was also in Zack and Miri Make a Porno, This is the End, and Sausage Party. He was great in This is the End. Yeah, he was really good in that movie. Yeah, played himself. And he was one of the only people that uh, wasn't like hateable. Yeah. So I feel like even an exaggerated version of himself, still a bit lovable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks like in addition to his movie and TV career, he has also had a comedy act um, with comedian Jerry Miner, where he perform they perform as a musical duo, L Witherspoon and Chucky, with Minor singing Minor as Smooth singing L Witherspoon and Robinson as Chucky, keyboard player and backup singer. Huh. And he also has a band called The Nasty Delicious that he plays in with his brother Chris Robb. Chris Robb? That's what it says. It'd be Rob Chris. 's got two first names, well, I guess his name is Craig Robinson, so maybe he wanted yeah. to shorten his last name to Rob Could He'll be stick out, yeah, that's what
0: confused me at first, yeah, I'm a little confused by it too. Maybe but he didn't want to get famous off of his brother's coattails that could be, yeah, but yeah,
2: regardless, uh Craig Robinson is great, and he uh I feel like Daryl, we don't see a lot of for a while and slowly his appearances in the show get ramped up to the point where he's a main character in every episode yeah and that's great it is it's just too bad it takes so long for it to happen
0: yeah i I don't understand why he wasn't used more in the beginning
2: yeah i maybe they just couldn't figure out a way to go about it organically until they kind of changed everything with saber but yeah i mean he dated kelly before that That's true, and I feel like that's the first time we actually do start seeing him more regularly. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, in this scene we also meet uh, Roy for, not the first time, he's been in other scenes before, but I feel like this is the first time
0: he's really had more than a line or two in an episode. More Um, than just, you know, his brooding attitude.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a brooder. So yeah, Roy is uh, played by David Denman he has been in various movies his first film was the replacements he's been in big fish fair game the nines shutter smart people fanboys let go out cold after earth jobs beneath the harvest sky men women and children the gift 13 hours power rangers logan lucky and puzzle he uh, was also in the short-lived series outcast in parenthood dropped at diva And he was Skip the Demon on the show Angel. Well, it looks like he's been around for a while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's been in numerous. ER, The X-Files. Yeah. True Detective, Mad Men. Hmm. And it looks like he got a Screen Actors Guild Award for playing Roy in The Office. I didn't know that either.
0: Wow. Yeah. There are some moments of passion we see in his role as Roy.
2: Yeah. He does a good job. Yeah. I feel like a lot of time he just, yeah, doesn't do much, but he definitely sells it whenever he he gets a chance. True story. Yeah. So that is these guys that we've met now officially in the show. Just marking all the main characters off the list. Yeah. There's like 18 of them, so it'll take a while. (laughs) We know we still got some more to go. And I mean, they introduce new characters over time as they go as well. So, yeah. Will never fully be done, but we'll get there one day. Well, anyhow, from here we uh, cut to Pam sitting at her desk, talking on the phone, asking about a warranty for a toaster. We cut to Jim talking about how her toaster broke, and it uh, she got it as an engagement gift for a marriage that is yet to take place three years ago. And uh, yeah, so that's not great. <laughs> I think it's the second time we hear about Pam's long engagement in the show, maybe? Or is it the third?
0: Uh, yeah, no, this is the second time, I believe. I think this is the first time we get an idea of how long it's been since they've been engaged. And I have to assume that uh, that they dated for at least a couple years before the engagement.
2: Oh, yeah, they dated for many years before the engagement. because, mm-hmm. Pam talks about how she met him in high school oh they started dating in high school and i mean how old are they supposed to be starting the first season i'd say at the youngest late 20s yeah like 27 ish maybe 26 the youngest that
0: sounds right i would say more towards 27 yeah maybe even 28
2: yeah yeah timeline's murky (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah they've been together for a long time and i guess roy just uh doesn't want to drag on his feet yeah even though she's the hot one from upstairs (laughs) (laughs) and michael can guarantee him regular sex that's right problem (laughs) make a part of the job yeah guy could have it all (laughs) (laughs) so we cut back down to michael in the warehouse uh he's talking to daryl reminds him that their game is one o'clock sharp and make sure he's ready Daryl says they're not going to be able to play. They've got a truck going out at 1.15, so it's their busy time. Michael accuses Daryl of chickening out. He, uh, you know, he says at least there's some time around the warehouse that's busy time, because whenever he comes down there, they don't seem to be doing anything. Not looking <laughs> very busy. <laughs> and then he starts doing a uh, chicken dance. <laughs> he does a good chicken. He does a pretty good chicken. Yeah, yeah.
0: We see it a couple times in this episode.
2: I don't like it as much as the Arrested Development chicken. No.
0: <laughs> a has, co-co-co. has anyone in this family ever seen a chicken?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Although every family member in that show has, has a different chicken yeah, dance, and very none of different. them are remotely resemble yeah. chicken. Yeah, <laughs> they're all very different.
0: <laughs> doodle, doodle, do. <laughs> I love it
2: Yeah it's a great show Or at least it was Anyway uh, They agree to uh, Play probably more just to Get Michael out of the warehouse And he leaves Um, We cut to him Getting back into the office
3: Are we ready for the game? Oh yeah. oh, yeah, I know, grumble, grumble, but you would follow me to the ends of the earth, grumbling all the way. Like that uh, dwarf from Lord of the Rings. Gimli. Nerd. That is why you're not on the team. Just trying to be helpful. Oh, yes, I'll help. Uh, Elven Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Ten point power <pirate> sword. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, so let's put together a starting lineup, shall we? Stanley, of course. I'm sorry? Um, What do you play, center?
2: Why, of course. What's uh, that supposed to mean?
3: I don't know. I I don't remember saying that. Uh, I heard it. Well, people hear a lot of things, man. Um, other starters, me, of course. I heard it that time.
1: I'd like to play. If it's just for fun, I played basketball in school.
3: Um, yeah, who else? We have Jim. We have Ryan, the new guy. Right, untested. Willing to prove himself right now, a lot of passion, a lot of heart. But I'm getting paid to skip lunch, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, this is business. The, uh, the business of team building and morale boosting. Uh, who else? I can help out if you need me. I will use your talents come baseball season, my friend, or if we box. I have a hoop in my driveway. No.
2: I have a sports bra.
3: No, no, ridiculous. Michael, look. Close. Alright. Uh me, Stand the Man, Jim, Ryan, and Dwight. Yes! Sorry, Phyllis. Can I be team captain? No, I'm team captain. Can I be team manager? No, I am the team manager. You can be assistant to the team manager. Assistant team manager? No. Okay, we'll see who's working this weekend then. Jim, you're in charge of the vacation schedule now. Oh, oh my god. god. Threat neutralized. <laughs>
2: so yeah, kind of a long clip. <laughs> but all pretty great stuff. Yeah. Maybe overall one of my favorite scenes so far in the series honestly yeah I think it's got a good smattering of everybody in it even if they're mostly reacting to Michael right and uh,
0: more yeah. more character driven humor
2: definitely than we've
0: seen thus far making fun of Dwight's uh, penchant <laughs> for fantasy
2: <laughs> 11 wizard sword yeah <laughs> level 10 power sword <laughs> I love Jim laughing along. Yeah, <laughs> that's him that's him <laughs> uh we got phyllis volunteering to play michael just immediately shuts it down and kevin yep a little bit of casual racism with immediately picking stanley <laughs> first stanley uh <laughs> why of course <laughs> you got to give that team that urban vibe you know <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: i love i love how they decide to show i mean we'll get there but First time you see Stanley dribbling the ball. Yes. (laughs) It looks like a three-year-old learning how to play basketball. It's so amazing.
2: I wonder how that actor came up with that. Just because I've never seen anybody do anything like that. Oh, really? I mean, he just like, but he has like his other arm like up in the air behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how people do that? Well,
0: I've seen, I mean, I don't i've seen kids do that like when they're first learning how to dribble a ball yeah wow yeah i've never seen that before in my life yeah and that's yeah it's so amazing yeah i don't know it's a funny it must be like a funny weird like uh reflex or something when you're first getting used to that motion and the yeah i don't know it's like the basketball equivalent of like dropping your pants all the way to
2: the ground standing in a urinal yeah exactly (laughs) exactly you don't know what you're doing you got the idea but yeah there's no finesse involved (laughs) oh that's hilarious but yeah he's got a great dribble yeah and then the scene uh it's kind of hard to get the idea through just the audio clip but Dwight uh shouts for Michael's attention because he's looking for a last player and Takes his it was a pencil cup or a pen cup, tosses all the <laughs> pens and pencils out, and tries to shoot it into the garbage can, and misses, but it was close. <laughs> yeah. uh, so good. I also love the way that Michael says Dwight's voice when he includes him at the end of the list of people on the team: <laughs> Stanley the Manly, me, Jim, Ryan, and Dwight. <laughs>
0: Can I be team captain? No, I'm team captain. You're team manager? No. I'm, I'm team, team manager. manager. You can be assistant to the team manager. <laughs> assistant team manager. <laughs> oh, classic. Yep.
2: So right after this we get a uh a little montage of everybody in the office, including the people. That are not going to be playing, uh, throwing their trash at the garbage cans and missing every shot that they take. And then uh, Michael throws a ball of paper directly at Pam, hits her in the face. She looks up and he's a very disgusted, what? Off the backboard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he comes up and asks if she wants to be the cheerleader for them. And, you know, maybe dress youthfully for once. <laughs> <laughs> she obviously turns him down mm-hmm. and uh Jim offers that he can dress up as a cheerleader you know put on a little skirt and uh Michael immediately goes yeah i bet you'd love to do that you know just don't be too gay don't about it don't be too gay about something it like yeah. that and you know Jim kind of looks at the camera like whoa and Michael immediately realizes that what he said isn't okay and backs down you know <laughs> <laughs> tries to you know i didn't mean you know not gay isn't homosexual, but <laughs> <laughs> has nothing else. <laughs> he has some sense of decorum. yeah. Not for the racism, but at least for homosexuality. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, we go back to...
0: Phyllis uh, offers to be cheerleader. Yeah. And Michael goes, oh, ugh, no. <laughs> and then <laughs> looks at the camera and is like, oh... uh, No, you can't do that, Phyllis, because I need you on the bench.
2: Yeah, but before
0: that, he says, it's
2: even worse than you playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then he gives her the congrats. Yeah, congrats, you made it. You're on the team. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we see uh, Daryl come up to the office for the first time. He tells Michael he just came up there to get some tea. Uh, Michael teases him about how he's going to lose the game later and daryl you know stops and says let's make it more interesting how about the losers have to buy the dinner's winner
0: at i don't remember exactly by the winner's dinner isn't that what he said no i know but you said buy the dinner's winner
2: oh did i say by the dinner's <laughs> yeah. winner
0: yeah
2: weird i didn't even hear it yeah well he's gonna have them buy the dinner's winner <laughs> the winner's dinner did you catch
0: the name of the restaurant that
2: he said so i thought about
0: going back I—I I mean, I—I I don't remember it off the top of my head. It starts with an F, like Flannery's or something like that.
2: Okay, but it's nowhere we hear about again.
0: So, no, I mean,
2: there's no. definitely some mainstays.
0: Like it sounded like a bit of a snooty, spendy kind of restaurant. Yeah. So, at least as nice as Cooper's, one would hope. <laughs> one would
2: hope. <laughs> sort of business romantic. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Daryl proposes that they should have to buy dinner for the winners. Michael says no. And, uh, instead of that, what's up the stakes even more, losers have to come into work on Saturday. Yeah. Daryl protests, says, you know, that's not as fun, but. Michael does his chicken
0: <laughs> and Daryl gives in to him.
2: Yep. <laughs> so they agree on the finer points and, uh. We go to Michael going down to the warehouse by himself. The first, or again, uh, before anybody else has made it down there, he sees Daryl sitting in the back of a truck eating a sandwich. And looks at the camera, says, classic beginner's mistake, you know, eating right before a game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then he says, you know, it's time to loosen up. <laughs> and
0: Is he in his basketball attire at He this is point? in his basketball yeah, okay.
2: attire, and he starts shaking his muscles out. I don't even... <laughs> Words
0: can't do justice what Steve Carell does in no, this he's, scene. Just kind of <laughs> flopping his whole body around <laughs> <Yeah>. while, while <laughs> moving side to side.
2: He's got a great gift at uh, straightening up his midsection while making his limbs just completely limp and flailing around <laughs> yeah. looking. He almost looks like, like a tube, like a wavy tube uh, Yeah, crazy tube yeah. man. <laughs> I feel like it made me think of uh, the dance he does on the booze cruise later. Oh, man. (laughs) That's awful. Uh, Some of the dancing he does. There's a lot going on there. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we cut back up to the office after this. Angela is looking for the first aid kit and uh, just kind of calls out to the office, you know, that she can't find it. Who has it? Dwight holds it up and she yells at him that she's safety officer. How many times do they have to have this conversation <laughs> as Dwight just grimaces holding up this first aid kit.
0: <laughs> and then there's a deleted scene that didn't make the episode where Dwight talks about how he's a Lackawanna County volunteer sheriff, <laughs> volunteer sheriff and that he's uh, certified to do CPR, but it's Michael who doesn't like the idea of Dwight performing cpr which <laughs> yeah to me implied that michael would just prefer a woman give him cpr
2: oh you know what yeah that's absolutely what's going on there. Yeah. i didn't even think about it yeah and dwight even phrases it creepily too you know his perfect little lips <laughs> yeah. you know my face isn't good enough for those perfect little lips yeah <laughs> of his yeah <laughs> um. so yeah that is funny i really didn't think about that i'm sure that knowing michael when he went to find a safety officer yeah Maybe Phyllis volunteered. He just went, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Then he asked Pam. Pam immediately shut him down. And then he went to Angela, who through a lack of awareness and civic sense of duty,
0: agreed. I would imagine, too, that Angela also is the type of person that jumps at the opportunity to have a little bit of power. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, too. Yeah. Yeah even though I don't know how much power there is in being the safety officer. No, but I mean <laughs> but
2: Dwight seems to think there is too. There's
0: not a lot of power of being the head of the party planning committee either, but she still covets yeah. that role. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> that is true. So yeah, um, from here we cut to Jim by himself with a camera. He looks like he's changing, and he's talking about, I was looking forward to playing, and he... He's pretty into basketball, it's kind of his thing, and he thinks he might impress some people in the office. And from here, we cut to now Jim is sitting outside of the conference room in a chair next to Pam's desk and putting on his shoes.
3: You coming now? Yeah, I'm just boarding the phone. you going to wish me luck? Yeah, you're going to need it. Whoa, is that trash talk <laughs> from Pam? I'm just saying, Roy is very competitive, oh. and he wants to take the Wave Runners to the lake this Saturday, wow. so... Well, I'm going to the outlet mall on Saturday, so if you want to save big on brand names (laughs) and Roy has to work, which he will, because I'm also competitive, you should feel free to come along. Um, I think I'm going to be up at the lake. I think I'll see you at the mall.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny about this? I mean, is it the whole the whole office that has to come in saturday or just the sales team i think it's the whole office so regardless of who wins pam isn't going to the lake (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 i didn't think about that yeah i thought about that as i was watching the episode earlier today it's like yeah she's she's screwed either way
2: yeah It figures once again, she has the most boring job on beach day. It's just (laughs) her lot in life. Right. (laughs) Poor Pam. Poor Pam. (laughs) Good catch, man. I (laughs) had not even thought about that for a moment. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure she would have tried to talk her way out of it, but yeah, you
0: know, so that would have gone. Right. I don't know why you would need a receptionist on a, a weekend. Yeah. But maybe, maybe she would have to be there to make copies or something.
2: Yeah, something. Take messages that aren't coming in because it's the weekend. Right. But uh, yeah, I also feel like I like this little exchange with Jim and Pam. It seems like it's the first time we've seen them interact playfully that doesn't involve Dwight hmm. or pranks in some fashion. Yeah.
0: I think all of their connections so far, yeah, have just been. Through pranks? Pretty much. Yeah. Besides, like, talking heads with them separately, where they kind of hint at having a crush on one another.
2: Yeah, and they definitely talk about each other. Yeah, but, but yeah, as far as interactions go. It's the first time we see them talk
0: like, you know,
2: normal people, relatively. Right. And yeah, it's kind of nice. We've got a good little mm-hmm. giggly rapport going.
0: Yeah, it's also interesting because Jim is essentially talking about one-upping Roy. Yeah. You know, kind of puffing his chest out a little bit (laughs) in front of her.
2: You know, if he can show that, you know, his Robin's crest is deeper, (laughs) bigger and redder than Roy's, you know. Right. Maybe he gets the Robin. Early worm gets the worm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's a uh I feel like we see him do a bunch of that. He's always like Pretty gentle in his ribbing of roy but uh well he yeah. goes too far a couple times he does see later yeah no it's true it upsets and offends spam right but hope it is
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now it's game time game time time for the big game oh yeah so we have uh
2: first person down the stairs is stanley <laughs> Michael looks up the stairs, calls out Secret Weapon! <laughs> and uh, he looks at the warehouse staff and says, uh, if the warehouse beats them they're all fired. Everyone just kind of stone-faced stares at Michael. Yeah,
0: nobody thinks it's funny.
2: Yeah, he says, it's just a joke. Come on. <laughs> uh, we see Roy and Jim shake hands wish each other a good game and uh... Yeah, the game is almost about to begin. It looks like Michael calls a little team meeting. He says that Ryan should guard Daryl, and he's going to take Roy. Jim protests and says that he thinks he should guard Roy. And uh, Michael says no. He thinks that uh, Roy is actually their best player, not Lonnie. So Jim's going to cover Lonnie. And uh, Dwight can have the East German gal. (laughs) The, The one woman playing.
0: Dwight looks over, just... Gives out this very loud, exaggerated sigh. Isn't that a MIG? Is that her name? Madge? Madge? Madge. That's what it is. Patch? Madge. Madge. <laughs> no, I think it's Madge.
2: I feel like there's a, a few women in the warehouse at various points. I'm not sure if this is the same one we saw. Oh, uh, this might points, not be Madge. But she could be Madge.
0: I think, I want to say it is. Or Pudge?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Either way... Uh, Dwight's covering her, and we also see that Dwight is wearing (laughs) a nose guard, and uh, there's a deleted scene with Angela asking him if that's really necessary. (laughs) Right. Right. says that he's almost broken his nose a dozen times. dozen times. (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny is that this joke tracks with the series, because much later in the series, we find out that Dwight is is sensitive about his nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the geometric portions of his face are perfect in every way, except for one. (laughs) Nose is too small. <laughs> he can still smell things. He just has to be a lot closer than most people. <laughs>
1: <sighs>
2: and what's funny is I had never noticed that up until that scene of The Office too. And like Oscar comments immediately after Dwight brings it up, like he does, Rain Wilson has a very small nose.
0: Yeah, true.
2: <laughs> but I guess it does come up in other scenes where... Uh, and this is kind of a big spoiler, well, without g- giving too much context, uh, Dwight tells Angela that a certain baby looks like him and Angela says, to be fair, all babies look like him. He <laughs> kind of looks like a giant baby. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But yeah, anyway, he uh, he's protecting that tiny nose and uh, <laughs> it looks like apparently that mask was worn by Richard Hamilton. Who won a championship with the Detroit Pistons?
0: Yeah. I think he's the one that made those masks like kind of famous. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I've seen other players wear them when they have like a a nose injury. Interesting. And they still want to be in the game. Yeah, I didn't even know I mean I've never really followed.
2: I mean, me either. But but that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, um after this we cut to Dwight who's taking off his shirt says we'll be skins and everyone immediately just shouts at him to put his shirt back on. Oh God, Dwight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Michael asks Pam to do the initial uh,
0: toss up since she has her. Yeah. A a foot in both camps.
2: (laughs) Roy tells her, uh, don't listen to Michael. If she doesn't tip it his way, uh, she's going to be sleeping in the car tonight she does not look pleased with that comment real
0: chivalrous roy
2: but i feel like the look on pam's face is like more angered and disgusted than she looks with michael most of the time even
0: yeah that's a good point i mean it's just not feeling it yeah that's i mean yeah i don't know many women who would take that joke lightly well, no, but it it also, I feel like, is
2: indicative of the relationship that she has with Roy. Oh, no, I see what you're saying. Because, like, I feel like when, you know, she's with Jim in later seasons, like, there's points where Jim makes jokes, not specifically like that, but he'll make jokes that are, like, a little chauvinist or a little sexist. Mm-hmm. And she knows Jim and Jim's heart, and she kind of laughs along with him, like, oh, yeah, you keep laughing, buddy. Mm-hmm. But she's amused, you know? She's not right. upset by the jokes but with Roy he says it and her immediate reaction
0: is just like well fuck you right cuz so. maybe from him it you know maybe because of his explosiveness that like that's not outside the realm of possibility for her oh wow he thinks she's had some nights where he makes her sleep in the car <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> that's a very
2: specific example
0: <laughs> maybe nothing that extreme but uh something like it maybe like I don't know. Maybe she had to sleep on the couch one night because Roy was being a little bitch about something. Well, she would have made Roy sleep on the couch. I mean, I agree, but, but as we know, Pam. I was gonna say yeah. Pam doesn't really stick up for herself much at this point, so no. it's possible that something like that. I don't know. Maybe not. But
2: no, I could see it. Yeah, but I just took it either way that like you know when if Roy makes a joke about that kind of thing, like there's a little more truth. Right. In it, whatever he's saying. Yeah, not necessarily in action, but just in his thoughts in general about I agree. her and yeah. maybe women. But uh, either way, he's not pleased. Um, so, yeah, from here, we uh, have, you know, Pam tosses the ball up. Uh, Michael ends up getting it, not Roy. Mm-hmm. So... It's
0: it seems like she kind of threw it Michael's way a little bit. I think bit. she did. Maybe not like, on purpose. I feel like I feel
2: like it was at least a little on purpose yeah. considering the look that she gave Roy. Yeah. Like, try me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess Pam is definitely sleeping in the car tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and not
0: going to the lake on Saturday.
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor Pam.
2: Poor Pam. She just can't win. Um so yeah, she tosses the ball. Uh it goes Michael's way. They start playing. Um, there's a point where Roy makes an easy layup and Michael shouts, who's got Roy? <laughs> Even though he's the one that said he would take yeah, Roy. <laughs> I, didn't,
0: I didn't put that together when I watched the episode. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Michael.
2: And, uh, yeah, I didn't realize this. There's also a reference when Michael refers to the woman Dwight is blocking as the East German gal. This is just my own personal ignorance. I did not realize that East Germany dominated international sports competitions uh, due to its athletes' use of steroids.
0: So, oh. it was like a specific reference, not just a random. Interesting. I was, you know, what's funny is I was going to say, like, it's weird to me that he knows that she's of like East German descent, but doesn't know her name. Yeah. <laughs> So, this makes sense that, like, he's kind of referring to her as just a roided out woman. Yeah. As opposed to her being literally from East Germany. Exactly. That's funny.
2: And she doesn't, like, I mean, we don't see much of her, but she looked normal sized to me. She oh, yeah. Like, like, super buffed out or anything. That's true. He's just <laughs> being just Michael. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we get a little montage of them playing. Uh, Dwight and Michael immediately start. Chanting defense to themselves. <laughs> right. <I guess. laughs> yeah.
0: Trying to get the crowd of five hyped up.
2: Yep. We see Stanley's awesome little kid dribbling that we <laughs> talked about. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's so good. And uh then we see Michael call a foul when he gets bumped. And oh yeah. Uh, like
0: Roy taps his arm as he like overtakes Michael in a drive to the hoop and Yeah, he barely
2: gets touched. Yeah. And they just go with it. And then we see Michael set up his foul shot. <laughs> he just stands there. He, he spins the ball, dribbles it back to him, you know, does the bounce back. He holds it up in the air. He puts it down on the foul line, just holds it there on shakes, the floor. Shakes yeah. off
0: a little bit and then picks the ball
2: back up. And it just immediately chucks it way over the backboard. Yeah. <laughs> just off into the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I also, I forgot to mention earlier, I love the, uh, it's like a one second clip of uh, before the rest of the team gets down, before they start playing, of Michael, just the camera is like angled up at him yeah. as he's yeah, just yeah. doing like layup after layup. And dunks. And dunks. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Lonnie raises the basketball hoop up to its full height, which is like double what it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Michael looks back up at it and just throws the basketball And it just hits the bottom of the The net. The bottom of the net, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Michael's Michael's great skills at play. And uh, we get a little, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know what I'd call it.
0: I think it's a talking head, isn't it?
2: I guess so. I was going to say like talking head mixed with narration because it's kind of over them playing as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. It kind of goes back and forth.
2: It is definitely a talking head. It's both.
3: Yeah.
0: When I am playing hoops, all
3: of the stress and responsibility of my job here just melts away. It's gone. I'm in the zone. Who am I? Am I Michael Scott? I don't know. I might just be a basketball machine. What's Sonny Rafflin? I've never heard of it. Filing, paperwork, who cares? Possible downsizing. Um... Well, that's that's probably going to happen, actually. Jim, 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 right here. Jim, give me the ball. Ryan, cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is wrong with me today? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> at
2: the very end, that uh, yeah, some calling for a pass from Ryan, and then he looks at Jim. At, right as Ryan passes the ball, the ball sails past him and into just a giant stack of cardboard boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Smashes a bunch of stuff from the shelves down onto the ground. <laughs> oh man. Um, so anyway, the basketball game, uh Daryl and uh I think it was uh Lonnie scores a he makes a basket and uh Daryl and Lonnie do this great <laughs> little victory dance back and forth, shimmying and bobbing their heads and they do a chest bump and
0: where are you at? I'm over here. <laughs> now you're over there. Now I'm over there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Michael is just watching, mouth agape in awe. He's wow,
0: that's great.
2: And, you know, is that like the robot? <laughs> that? like the robot? <laughs> of course, they just ignore him.
0: And uh, Michael passes the ball to Jim. Like, the very next scene, Michael passes the ball to Jim. Jim scores. And then Michael tries to do the same, like, shimmy and head bob thing that they were doing with Jim. <laughs> but Jim, of course, isn't.
2: Yeah, just ignores know. him. <laughs> yeah.
0: But Michael's, obviously Michael looks like way more stiff and awkward than oh, yeah. Daryl and Sea Monster. Even after all the shaking himself out. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, his is great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and no, I, I had not written that down, so. Okay. I'm glad you brought it up yeah. because I would have forgotten. Okay. <laughs> so yeah we, uh, yeah, we get Michael uh, talking about the kind of, it's yeah more of the narration style it's i don't even think we ever see a cut of him by himself we just hear his voice talking over the game about
0: how uh your know, basketball is a lot like jazz <laughs> you have to feel the rhythm and yeah know, he's, first he says <laughs> football you know it's like rock and roll it's like <laughs>
1: basketball is a lot like, like jazz, jazz. <laughs>
2: There's great little deleted scene where he's trying to come up with a jazz musician. You know, he's the guy.
0: <laughs> he people are into jazz and know, know what talking he, about. He plays one of those, like, shiny horns with all the yeah. loops and twists. Curly horns. Curly <laughs> horns, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> jazz
2: musicians play.
0: <laughs> Not the guy with the cheeks. Not the guy with the cheeks. <laughs> Kenny G. Kenny <laughs> G.
2: <laughs> of all people, Kenny G. <laughs> I
0: didn't it's forget like that. Anyone who's in the jazz likely despises Kenny G. yeah.
2: yeah. That's <laughs> I I like how Michael Schur I well, I guess this is just all Greg Daniels, but I, yeah. I feel like Greg Daniels and Michael Schur's shows do a lot of digs at jazz. Hmm. Yet it seems like at least Michael Schur enjoys jazz himself. Like I feel like he insults it nonstop. But then thinking about Parks and Recreation, like all the characters make like a jazz joke at one point or another. But then you have Ron Swanson, who's like a universally adored character, who the viewer and most people that get to meet his character have nothing but respect for, and he's a top-secret jazz musician, (laughs) and that's like the epitome of cool. It's true. (laughs) And he just has women
0: swooning, and he's super talented, and yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What's his name? Horace Silver? Or no, not Horace. Duke Silver. Duke Silver. It's got a very different vibe to it. Yeah, Horace yeah. Silver. Well, there is a <laughs> there is a jazz musician named I think it is Horace Silver.
2: Oh wow. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like that whoever's named Horace, I imagine, is gonna be a bit older than Nick Offerman.
0: That's true. Haven't have you ever met any Horace yeah. that were Horace the, Silver, like, jazz 80? pianist. Uh no, I want to say that it's uh largely a uh, Latino name, really. Huh. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
2: Well, I feel like growing up in Florida I probably would have encountered at least one Horace.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess I I never really yeah. did.
2: I mean, I had like yeah a lot of Latino friends growing up around me, and hung out in predominantly Latino neighborhoods a good amount too at points, and like never met a Horace. But I mean, doesn't mean they weren't there. Yeah. Could have been in literally every single house whose inhabitants I never met. (laughs) At least one horse. (laughs) But anyhow, uh, yeah, we have Michael uh, talking about jazz, and he brings up the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, it's kind of like them. And then we get Michael uh, trying to do a Globetrotters routine where he's, you know, doing the whistling. (whistles) (laughs) <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. and uh he's down on his knees doing the fast dribble yeah and trying to do
0: tricks that are coming off more <laughs> awkward than cool yep roy immediately uh runs up and steals the ball <laughs> steals the ball scores a basket and then on his trot back continues whistling the song that michael was whistling right yeah finishes the
2: song
1: for him
0: oh that's good Nice little uh, nice little Roy
2: move there. Yeah. <laughs> a little insult to injury. Yeah. Arrogance and smudgeness, one might even say. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we cut to a shot of Roy standing in front of Jim, guarding him. The ball comes their way, and Roy elbows Jim in the face. It looks definitely accidental. Like, I mean,
1: yeah, I don't
2: know. Well, I I don't know that it was necessarily meant to be accidental. I feel yeah, like I don't he never know, allowed himself to do it. I don't
0: know that he meant to elbow Jim square in the nose or lip wherever he got hit. Yeah. But I feel like uh he definitely played more aggressively because Jim was there.
2: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, okay. And I'd say both because, you know, it's Jim with his whole thing with Pam. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, just realistically, Jim is probably the best player on the team by a wide margin from what we see of him. Right. He's the only one that seems capable of actually playing basketball. Only because Kevin isn't playing. That's true. (laughs) Although Kevin might not, you know, Kevin, we know, can shoot. But who knows what else he could do.
0: Yeah. Fair enough.
2: But yeah, so uh, Roy elbows him. Michael calls out, foul, naked aggression. And then we see Jim. It looks like he might even be bleeding a little bit. He's holding his face and Michael... Just says, ah, suck it up. You'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I was reading that while that uh, hit that Roy, you know, when Roy hits Jim, that was in the script. Apparently, when he hit them in the scene, that was an accident. Like, they didn't mean to do that then.
0: Oh, wow. And they
2: just used that instead
0: interesting
2: yeah i was reading that apparently to shoot most of this because you know it's done kind of montage style of just different cut shots of the of them, game yeah yeah playing greg daniels i guess told the cast just play basketball and they mm. played for like 25 minutes and he just used the best stuff huh. nice. yes yeah. and i guess uh yeah we accidentally hit jim in the face <laughs> naked aggression
0: <laughs> i don't even know if that's an actual term they use in basketball yeah I don't think
2: so, yeah <laughs> so yeah, from here we cut to uh Roy is uh guarding Jim again, Jim gets the ball, spins around Roy, and Roy falls down to the ground, he gets upset, and uh you know tells Jim to take it easy, and Jim kind of tries to brush it off and hey man, you take it easy, you know? <laughs> yeah, and uh you know, clearly things are starting to get a little heated between them, and now we cut back to Michael. As he runs up and rejoins the game.
3: Ansel, what's the score? You're ahead. Yeah, baby! Here we go. Jim, Jim, right here. Ow! God! Oh, all yeah. right, I'm sorry. foul. Foul! I'm sorry. You're already right. Oh, that hurts. Oh, no, I'm sorry. What's I the didn't mean Problem, to... man. I didn't mean to do this. just clocking me for no reason. Now take your shot, man. No, 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 no. That was a flagrant personal intentional foul, right no, there. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You know what? I'm just being fair. No, really? I do it now. No, no, no. I just game, over, my game, arm over, game over, game over, my- game over. That is it. I'm sorry. You know? I, I hate to do it this way, but you know, that's just we're having a friendly game. It's a shame. This is a damn shame. But you know, we're like a family here, and that's just that won't fly. This is a cold pack. Hey, give me that. You have to break the interior bag. Thanks, Robbie. What does that mean? What is it? A tie? Or what's going on? Well, let's just say whoever was ahead won. That was you. It was us, really? I didn't... I didn't know. Great. I mean... I guess you guys work working Saturday. Your face. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not coming in on Saturday. Yeah, this isn't happening. Um... Uh, well, guys, you know... I am the boss, so... Yeah. So what? what's that? We, we coming in on Monday, right? Monday? (laughs) You guys believe me? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Dogs, you know, you should know me better than that. (laughs) No, oh, do you think that would have been good for morale? No, 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 No. exactly, no. I'm, I'm embarrassed it was even that close, so. now of course we're coming in saturday
1: mm.
0: and here we get our season one cringe scene yeah i <laughs> guess that is kind of the first one well no i would say every episode well, this true. season so far has had like a very cringy like everybody's let down by michael scene
2: so you're saying this is the uh, phyllis's wedding or scott's
0: tots <laughs> season one <laughs> I don't know. I would actually say the end of uh, healthcare day Ooh. was Scott's tot's level. Yeah, I he- think that's worse. The he-
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: deleted scene. We're all going polling.
0: <laughs> uh, it seemed like it was like ten minutes later. Too. Yeah.
2: Just- I don't even think Dwight was there anymore. No. Well yeah it's uh it's pretty cringy, and it seems like I mean you can only get so much from the audio clip, but that guy definitely did not intend to hit Michael. It seemed if anything like Michael leaned into him to get hit,
0: yeah, I mean, and even if even if that weren't the case, it didn't look like he hit Michael hard, yeah, you know enough that Michael felt it, but I feel like Jim got smacked harder than.
2: Jim definitely got smacked
0: harder, and that was why
2: I wanted to bring it up and why I cut the clip to right before uh, Michael jogs up to Angela and asks her what the score is, because it's like, you know, he clearly was just waiting until he was pretty sure they were in the lead, double check with Angela, and then just throw the game so that they don't have to work this weekend. Right. And, uh, obviously his plan backfires and the whole warehouse just kind of gangs, literally gangs up on him, just stands around him in a circle. They're all way taller than his face. He just completely shrinks. Yeah. And, uh, and it's after he, like the warehouse guys seemed like genuinely hurt by his accusation. Like his feelings were like, really? You think I would do that? Like, come on, man. (laughs) He's just like this, this kindly older guy. Right. You know, he seems like he's kind of soft spoken. He hasn't talked any trash, spoken any trash the whole game. (laughs) Michael's just like, flagrant personal foul. Intentional foul. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I wanted to bring up the warehouse guy, uh, Jerry, his name is apparently. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we ever even hear it in the episode. And uh, I don't think we ever see him again. But Jerry is played by Matt DeCaro. He's been in a few things, such as Richie Rich. He was in an episode of NCIS. He was in 15 episodes of Prison Break. And it looks like a lot of sitcoms throughout the 90s and early 2000s he just had one episode rolls in. Um, I also wanted to bring him up because I didn't realize it until reading about him today, but he is also the doctor who runs the... uh, Care facility and the Kamikaze Bingo episode of Kirby Enthusiasm.
0: Oh, That yeah. Larry kind
2: of gets into a whole thing with where he has him change the prescription because the pharmacist recommends right. a drug and he gets really offended. Doctor?
0: Pharmacist? <laughs> yeah. Pharmacist? Doctor?
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, he had a very different vibe as that doctor than he did as Jerry
0: in this episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, way more smug.
2: Yeah, well I mean smug and just like not necessarily undeserved smugness, just he's dealing with Larry David. That can't be easy for anybody. Right. He's got this guy second guessing his medical knowledge because of a pharmacist. You know, he runs a facility, right. so he's clearly like a semi a somewhat accomplished oh, yeah. doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not
0: saying I'm not saying, you know, his attitude isn't warranted. And
2: the only other interactions he has with Larry in the episode besides uh and wanting to change the prescription is Larry telling him that there's a woman fixing the bingo games and awarding the dollar to her friends every time. <laughs> and then he thinks that uh, he should take off his little his little smock there, sit in on a game or two, you know, because he's about their age. <laughs> they would never notice. <laughs> oh man. So he certainly doesn't give
0: him any reasons to like him. <laughs> I feel like the use of the word smock in that scene was specifically meant to be condescending because the only (laughs) the only time i've ever i've ever had that word used around me was in elementary school where i had to have a smock for art class yep (laughs) (laughs) oh larry
2: david although i will say you know i i do find the white coat to be a somewhat arrogant look for a doctor yeah i mean i can only speak from personal experience but like most doctors i've gone to unless they're like Working in a hospital usually don't wear the white coats when they're around the
0: office. It's true, He's usually buttoned down in khakis.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's kind of a weird look. But I guess again, that guy is also running a facility, so mm-hmm. and it's a facility of older people, so it makes sense that he would need to visually distinguish himself for it's the true. sake of the patients. I
0: want to say actually, I've been in ERs where a doctor's wearing wearing uh, what do you call them? Scrubs. Scrubs in a coat. Yeah. I feel like that's the only other place I can think of where I've actually seen a doctor wearing a white coat. Yeah, and I
2: feel like it makes sense in the ER, too, just to be able to quickly identify someone as a doctor Mm -hmm.
0: or as a nurse. Also white, because if you get blood or any other kind of excrement on it, you can just bleach it. Yeah.
2: I also find doctor and nurse's scrubs seem to be a little different, though. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know that much about scrubs. Me either. But I know my dad never wore a white coat when he practiced.
0: Did he wear scrubs? No, he was just a GP. Yeah,
2: so uh, he just saw people in an office. But he would button just, down yeah, in khakis, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> or button down in jeans. Yeah, or polo and khakis. Mm. Florida,
0: you know, right? Florida.
2: But anyhow, enough about uh, Jerry the warehouse guy. Kind of got off on a little tangent there about <laughs> doctors. <laughs> Uh, after this scene, we cut to the warehouse is abandoned except for Kevin and Ryan, and Ryan is standing next to the basket as Kevin takes shot after shot. And Jim,
0: oh, and Jim, Jim's down there too, right? Yeah, the Jim and Ryan run either side of the basket, just feeding Kevin the ball. Uh, okay, I knew there was someone else there,
2: but I forgot who it was, so mm. I was just gonna <laughs> just gonna pretend that they didn't exist and see if you didn't catch it. <laughs> I'm glad you caught it. Yeah. Um and yeah, Kevin is just getting shot after shot. And apparently the actor who plays Kevin that we'll talk about in a couple episodes once he kind of gets more speaking roles than he's gotten so far. Yeah. Brian uh Baumgartner Gartner. Baumgartner. Baumgartner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quappy. <laughs> <laughs> he actually made fourteen shots in a row while they were shooting that scene.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. That's very I mean I couldn't do it professional basketball players dream of making that many shots in a row really i mean yeah they don't
2: i guess that makes sense they don't hit it every time yeah in a row is not easy no and uh yeah that's pretty much the end of the episode or actually no we have one more scene we uh see the office staff cleaning themselves in the bathroom with paper towels oh yeah on the sink
0: they make it look like a locker room.
2: Yeah. They're like shirtless and wiping
0: their armpits.
2: And I think it's Stanley and Ryan. Yeah. Matting, patting themselves down. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we cut back to inside the office. Michael comes out and addresses them about coming in this weekend. And I love that he has paper towels shoved in each of his nostrils. <laughs> yeah. After getting hit, even though at no point in that scene did he have a nosebleed. Nor does nor is there any blood. Yeah, on there's this, no blood. They're completely the clean. paper yeah. Towels. Yeah. yeah, or tissues, and uh, he keeps him in the whole time as he, you know, talks about how it's a bummer that they have to come in this weekend. And then he decides, you know what? Forget it. You guys, you know, enjoy your weekend. Screw corporate. Screw corporate. Like an extra weekend of work is gonna stop
0: downsizing anyway. <laughs> And then he everyone goes from (laughs) like very excited to like very pensive and kind of depressed after that. (laughs) Classic Michael. And then we get a one
2: final monologue to close out the episode from Michael.
3: The great thing about sports is that it is all about character. And you can learn lessons about life even if you don't win. But we did, because we were ahead.
2: (laughs) Yeah, some final thoughts. It's all about character. (laughs) Oh, man. Very fitting, considering Michael's behavior the whole episode. Right. And regarding the game. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, just doesn't believe anything he just said, really.
2: No. Or at least he believes it. He just doesn't. Behave in that manner. Right. You <laughs> might not be self aware enough to realize the way he behaves. <laughs> he lives in a fantasy land. Yeah. <laughs> and that is
0: the episode. That's right. Yeah. What'd you think of that episode? Uh, I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, maybe my second favorite so far. After third, second or third this diversity season. Day? Yeah.
2: I think you said it was your favorite. Well,
0: I like Diversity Day for technical reasons. I like the Alliance for comedic reasons, okay, right yeah um i I would put the alliance above this episode, but maybe just a little bit, okay, yeah, yeah, and no, I was just wondering, yeah, I like uh I kind of like this episode in that it kind of heats up the tension between Roy and Jim a little bit more yeah it definitely does um we didn't mention it but there was a scene where roy comes up to get pam to leave and they kind nice. of flirt with each other about getting in a tub together after the game I and forgot to mention it yeah jim overhears it and is obviously super bummed yeah there's also another scene right before the game where pam and roy kind of make out a little bit with jim standing right mm-hmm. there and he you know looks the other direction
2: it looks uh, like both times pam's the one that's like initiating these things yeah
0: i like to think that pam got a little hot and bothered from watching jim in the game more than roy but roy was her she definitely seemed to be watching jim a lot was, yeah I mean, yeah shots of
2: her we yeah. didn't really talk about it because it was just kind of montages but yeah right i feel like she was cheering him on too at points yeah both of them on i feel like when yeah. either of them would look in her direction she would give them both encouragement
0: right yeah, yeah exactly so i feel like part of her flirtation with roy was kind of um maybe a result of how jim made her feel during the game but i don't know
2: yeah no that would make sense yeah and i mean it's definitely like i Dis- mean she definitely- displaced
0: sexual tension
2: yeah, she definitely likes Jim, but even on top of that, you know, it could just be, you know, it feels good to be desired by two people at oh, the same yeah. time yeah. for anybody. Right. So, yeah, Pam had a good day. <laughs> 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 and she
0: gets to go to the lake. She gets to go to the lake,
2: and m- she gets to go to the tub, not the car. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, it's possible that Roy makes her sleep in the car after they get her out of the tub. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know their relationship dynamics. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and I thought it was a good episode as well. I don't know where I'd rank it as far as the season one episodes go. Mm -hmm. But I'd say definitely, I don't know, it might be one of my favorites so far. I feel like it has some great scenes, that scene with Michael picking the team and kind of just cycling through people in the
0: office. Yeah, a lot of it is Michael um, kind of reverting back to like his play or uh like his recess yard days yeah i feel like i get a lot of that those vibes throughout see this why episode. he didn't have a lot of friends
2: yeah exactly or any i also love the michael what is wrong with me today <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is with me today
2: <laughs> oh those are great what is
0: wrong with me oh. and i feel
2: like i remember too that's like you brought up that stanley's dribble was something you saw kids doing when they were learning how to dribble Mm -hmm. i remember like not like elementary school age but like in like maybe middle school around then playing basketball with people who would claim that they're great at basketball (laughs) because you know kids just like to make stuff up for no reason yep and then they would play horribly and they would spend the whole game like oh my god like yeah i'm so off like i'm yeah. usually so much better than this like what is happening exactly <laughs> and just the whole game every time they miss a shot yeah every shot <laughs> exactly and yeah just as you said schoolyard michael yep so you want to move into officially into the, the dundies
0: ratings
2: How can I explain it? <laughs> <laughs> so you uh yeah, what would you rate this episode? You can go first if you want, because yeah. I'm still kinda
0: tabulating. Um I think I'd give this episode six and a half sweet Georgia Browns out of ten. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's the name of the song Michael was whistling doing the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, I had no
2: idea. Yeah, good. I was racking my brain trying to like figure out what that (laughs) was in reference to. Figured that I just missed it, but nice. (laughs) Yeah, nice call out. I think I'm going to be a little more generous this week than you. Okay. And uh, I think I'm going to give this episode eight uh, wave runners on the lake this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. it was pretty solid it is but uh yeah good all-around episode i think what do we have up next uh last episode of season one yeah we're about to finish the
0: season it's crazy we haven't even uploaded
2: any episodes of this yet so far it's just been for us (laughs) but we're gonna get there
0: yeah and i was looking through i think season four also has less oh really
2: uh, not less than six.
0: No, yeah. Less than the less season, than other yeah, seasons. Song. Yeah. So but if I remember correctly, a lot of the episodes in that season are also two parters. Mm. Hey, paper people, we want to hear from you guys. Drop us a line. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash out of You can follow our Instagram feed at out of or hit us up on Twitter at OPaperPod. Which to me sounds like Oh Tenenbaum, but Twitter just assigned us this name and now we're stuck with it. So thanks, Twitter. This has been our
2: fifth episode of Out of Paper. Hope you all enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, we will see you or hear you. Or you'll hear us in the next one. Indeed. <laughs> what is wrong with me today?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Out of paper. Stop with friendly faces around
0: the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing your pain. Call Micah Stanley, Jim DeWine, and Creek. Call any and kelly for your business
1: paper needs called the, the, the People, persons, paper, people. people. The
2: Out of Paper is not endorsed by DLD Productions or NBC and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The office, the office logo, and all character, pictures, and audio of the office are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their registered copyright holders.